Hello. Hello. to Three Stooges Throwback, the comprehensive, encyclopedic compendium of all things Three Stooges. From woman haters to sappy bullfighters, from Curly to Shemp, and even to Joe. I am your host, Gabriel Russo, and I'm looking at all 190 shorts produced for Columbia Pictures by the Three Stooges comedy team. Yes, indeed. The show is back. What show? The Three Stooges Throwback Podcast with your host, Gabe Russo. That's me. This episode is the 20th short from the Three Stooges comedy team out of the 190 that they filmed for Columbia Studios. Like I said, my name is Gabriel Russo. I'm a longtime Stooge fan, and now I'm sharing the love with the public. Uh, There might be some more knowledgeable fans out there, and I might make a mistake or two occasionally in this podcast or not cover everything that you might want me to cover or what have you, but hey, this is my show, you know. I watch the shorts on Daily Motion, usually. I do my research from a combination of IMDB, ThreeStooges.net, and Wikipedia. I compile my sources... And uh, combine them with my own opinions of the boys and their work. And then I make the show, The Three Stooges Throwback Podcast. And this episode is covering grips, grunts, and groans. This short was filmed October 30th to November 5th, 1936. The last short they filmed was uh, in mid-June. They had a nice little break, evidently. They took from June to October off. I couldn't find anything out about it online without, you know, in my in my cursory research. But, uh, yeah, they had, you know, four or five months off, whatever that turns out to be. So this one was released January 15th, 1937. So it's about a month and a half, two months. It's two months after uh, filming. This is the first offering of 1937 with a runtime of 18 minutes and 44 seconds. I was excited for this one because it crosses the streams on two of my interests, which are uh, the Three Stooges and pro wrestling. I'm something of uh, an amateur wrestling historian. Not an amateur wrestling historian, a pro wrestling historian. But it's just a hobby. I'm an amateur at it, is what I meant. And I wondered if there were any uh, real-life crossover in this episode any real wrestlers from back in the day now that's we're talking about 1936 i don't even know who the champ was in 1936 that's before the wwf that's for sure and it's even before the nwa the national wrestling alliance so anyhow blah 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 uh so i was wondering like i said if there was any crossover between the two was there well let's find out this one is curly larry and moe associate producer jules white Directed by Preston Black, once again, for both of them. Screenplay by Clyde Bruckman, who we've seen many times before. Story by Searle Kramer and Herman Boxer, who also did Whoops, I'm an Indian. They, we covered them in that episode. They did several uh, Stooge shorts. So this one starts with a train pulling into the station. The boys are gambling in a boxcar, and they are overheard. They are kicked out by some train workers where they run away from them. Uh, They run down the street and slam into a baby carriage. (laughs) They just knock the crap out of it. Luckily, you know, there's, you know, no one was killed. (laughs) Uh, None of the Stooges care at all. They just are, you know, worried about 
getting away and covering their own. So they run right into the, the ladies were standing on the street corner chatting uh, next to the Hangover Gym, the Hangover Athletic Club. And so uh, the Stooges run in there to hide. The gym guy, he looks like a mob type. He comes over. He says, uh, what are you guys doing here, you know? He says, I'll give you five bucks. They, the Mo and Larry say, they point at Curly and they say, he's looking for work. You know, they're scared. There are all these boxers around them. So anyway, the guy says, uh, this, is, this is Tony. And he says, I'll give you five bucks to spar with Kid Pinky. He needs to practice, you know. So uh, this Tony is played by Chuck Callahan. He did 11 Stooge shorts. Curly says, I won't do it. And Mo and, Mo and Larry just attack him and beat the heck out of him. Um, Curly says, if I'm going to get beat up, I might as well get paid for it. And so they drag him over, throw him in the ring. <laughs> Meanwhile, the guy, there's a wrestler, Bustoff, is laughing at the boy's antics. He's built like Curly. He looks, he's the same height, bald head, same weight, essentially. He looks just like Curly, except for he's got a long beard. Bustoff is going to be, Bustoff is going to be wrestling for the championship, we learn. He's played by Harrison Green. He did 10 Stooge shorts. And over his 14-year career from 1931 to about 45 or so, he did 230 films. When the boys are offered the sparring work, we can see over Larry's shoulder there's a man standing there, a blonde-headed guy, short hair. His name is Charlie Carr. He is a pro wrestler from the 30s to the 50s. Couldn't find too much on him, but I did find a little bit. Um, on threestooges.net, actually, it had that uh, his record was 109 wins, 61 draws, and 178 losses. So, you know, that's not the best, but hey, you know. He had one acting credit, which was this short. I found that in 1940, he was, uh, he drew in the very first, in the first match on the card. So he was a curtain jerker, is what they would say. That was in Los Angeles. But he did help train a fellow named Ron Fuller who was a uh, big wrestling promoter back in the 70s and 80s. He actually, he even held the Hawaiian heavyweight title. This is Charlie Carr. So for any of those wrestling buffs <laughs> watching uh, watching this short, grips, grunts, and groans. So Bustoff thinks that the boys are hilarious, and Curly comes out to spar with Kid Pinky in a catcher's uniform with the chest protector and the mask and all that. Mo calls him Butch in this in that scene, so he's caught, he's uh, Curly is evidently playing Butch at some you know. So Curly looks at his opponent. He's a little skinny dude, like a flyweight boxer type. He says, uh, "Oh, he'll be Duck Soup," which back in the in the day meant that'll be easy. Kid Pinky is played by Tony Chavez, who I thought might have been a regular a real boxer, but I couldn't find anything at all on him. Curly takes off his mask and his chest protector, thinking he's not you know he's not worried. He goes in and he tries the old, hey, your shoe's untied bit. Guy looks down and Curly punches him, but it has no effect and he laughs. He says, the joke's on you. It isn't untied at all. (laughs) So uh, Pinky just knocks the crap out of Curly. Then he knocks all three of the boys out. Bustoff is loving it and laughing hysterically. He says, let's go out on the town. We'll get drinks and food and blah, blah, blah. And Curly says, can we get turkey? He says, sure, you can get turkey. So we cut to the boys have all had their own turkey, and the carcass is just on each of their plates. The waiter comes over and he says, will you gentlemen be having dessert? And in unison, they all say, yeah, another turkey. <laughs> so then they're doing a shot, and uh, Tony and this uh, another mob-type guy come in, and they see the group, and uh, they, they come over to stop Bustoff from drinking. 
the one guy takes Bustoff's drink, and Bustoff just goes bananas, and he throws the guy out the window through the glass, and just, you know. So Tony comes up to Mo, and he says, uh, you keep him sober and get him to the matches, and I'll give you a hundred bucks, and if you don't, it's all over for you. It'll kill him. The funny bit, Bustoff's got this huge glass, and they say, you shouldn't be drinking alcohol. Don't drink that. And he says, this isn't alcohol. It's vodka and tequila and cognac. And then he chugs the whole thing, glug, 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 you know, stooge style. His uh, his lady friend is putting on perfume. Uh, That's Elaine Waters. She was in many stooge shorts. The perfume she's putting on is wild hyacinth. Curly smells it and goes crazy. Uh, It's not cheese in this case that calms him down. Like, Mo Larry the cheese, Mo Larry the cheese. This one is, uh, they need to tickle his foot. So Mo and Larry... They uh, they jump him and they tackle him and take his shoes off and tickle him until he calms down. Meanwhile, Bustoff is hammered and passed out cold. And they drag him out to, to, to get him ready for the match. So the boss walks in. Now they're at the gym. The boss walks in and the boys pretend that they're uh, reading to the unconscious Bustoff. And uh, the the boss is so convinced he goes and doubles his bets. He says, he's doing fine. He's, he's so relaxed he's sleeping. And so... Uh, Bustoff actually miraculously wakes up, and he's going to be fine. It seems he's a little hungover, but then dumbbells just drop all over his head and knock the crap out of him. And so he's unconscious again, and he's out. The boys try to run away, but they cannot get out. Larry says, you look like him, to Curly. says, you look like him. Why don't you wrestle? And Curly, you know, after a little bit, says, I'm a victim of circumstance. <laughs> so they put a beard on Curly. Mo says, it's lucky I know about makeup. So they head to the ring. Casey Colombo is the champ, Ironhead, in this in the bout. He was a wrestler as well. He once wrestled as Count Hugo di Colelmo of Italy. That's according to cagematch.net. Uh, they had a bit of info on him. Not too much. I mean, just, you know, he had about, what, 18 pro bouts, I think, is what it was. They really kept track back then as far as, like... You know, it was closer to boxing where they actually kept track of the wins and losses and bouts and all. Curly's coming into the ring now. He sticks his tongue out at the champ. Um, Larry looks hilarious. I thought he's got a uh, uh, short sleeve button-down shirt with cuffs that are around his wrists <laughs> and a tie and everything. But it's just ridiculous. His arms are just are the only thing that are bare. It's just funny. Uh, Curly's shaking in the corner. And Mo says, are you nervous, kid? Curly says, no, I'm scared. The champ immediately picks Curly up and body slams him over the ropes into the crowd where he gets stuck upside down in a chair. The boys are trying to lift him up and smashing him up and down, you know. Ironhead goes to crash into Curly who moves out of the way and he hits his head on the steel post and he's out cold. So Curly gets the jump on him and they say, you gotta pin him, pin him. He says, I got no pins. So it's like the old Bugs Bunny bit in the in his wrestling match. He pins him to the cha- to the to the uh, to the mat as well. So Curly goes and tries to pin his trunks. He gets a pin from the a spectator in the crowd, and he tries to pin his trunks. He says, no, no, pin his shoulders. He jabs him and wakes the champ up. So the champ attacks him every time he gets him in the leg scissors. Curly stabs him with the, jabs him with the pin again. So it's back and forth with that a whole bunch of times. Meanwhile, now the, bo- the boss has uh, noticed Curly's beard is coming off, and the boss has noticed that it's not it's not uh, bust off. And so the boss comes and threatens Mo. <laughs> the, the the champ is throwing Curly around like a rag doll. He literally is in the ring just throwing a rag doll around. It's pretty funny. Uh, there's a lady in the crowd that that has the perfume, the wild hyacinth, and Mo smells it. 
He goes and grabs the whole bottle from her and just douses Curly with it. Curly goes absolutely crazy, and uh, he slams. He 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 wins the match. Yeah, knocks the champ out, wins the match. I guess becomes the, the world champ. Um, then he slams the ref. Mo and Larry jump in there to tickle his feet and calm him down, but he goes crazy and smashes them. He grabs the ring bell and conks them both on the head, knocks them out. People come in, people uh, you know jumping in the ring from all sides. It looks like. Looks like a real pro wrestling match from today or from recent days. And Curly's knocking everyone on the head, just knocking everyone out. Cut to a cop. He's uh, asking for the riot squad to be sent. So the police just storm the ring and uh, Curly knocks them all out. Meanwhile, the bell comes, uh, the rope breaks and goes flying up in the air. And the bell comes down on Curly's head and knocks him out. The end. So this isn't the only one that uh, Curly also goes berserk in punch drunks which we've covered, horses' collars as well, we've covered that, and tassels in the air, which we haven't gotten to yet, and then this one. So it's kind of a well-used thing that Curly either smells something or tastes something or hears something that drives him crazy. Mo and uh, Mo and Curly's father, Solomon Horowitz, is once again in this one. He's an extra in the crowd at the boxing match. That's in, in several. He used to, I guess they used him an awful lot in these as just an extra, just sitting there. It's probably a, a cool little thrill for dad, you know. This one gets 9 out of 10 on 3stooges.net. And uh, I'm right there with that. I think I, I agree with that. It's, it, it works. And since this is the first one of 1937, I'll with that in mind, I'll look back at my best of 1936, which is, in my opinion... Without further ado, the classic disorder in the court. Looking back one more year, the best of 1935, I'm going to go with Hoy Palloy. So we'll keep track of uh, the best one of each year. This is sheerly my own opinion, just throwing it out there. And so I'll pick the best, my personal best of each year. And then maybe we'll have some sort of a tournament uh, or something, you know. So those are the first two. And 1934 obviously only had one short, so that's in as well. So. Well, that's it for this episode. Um, Thank you for listening. Please rate and review the show. If you go to iTunes, please give me a five-star review. If you don't like the show, then that's all right. You don't have to review the show or give me a bad rating or anything like that. Please just, hey, keep it in your pants. (laughs) Anyhow, you can contact me through Facebook at the Three Stooges Throwback Podcast page. You can go to anchor.fm, A-N-C-H-O-R.fm. That's, uh, the, the show originates from there. You can find out more about the show there. You can also go to podomatic.com, P-O-D-O-M-A-T-I-C.com for the show originating there. I have it coming from two places because I am crazy and don't exactly know what I'm doing. So if you have a passion for something, why don't you podcast about it? I think it's, uh, it's great fun. I will see you next time for episode 21, The Short Dizzy Doctors. Once again, thanks for listening. I have been your host, Gabriel Russo, for the Three Stooges Throwback Podcast. Bye. (laughs) 